Oh my, oh my, oh my. Thank you, lovely people, for tuning in. Of course, becoming a teen mom is naturally going to be hard, right? Minimal life has been lived, and as a teen, you really don't know who you are just yet. So trying to raise another human will definitely raise its issues. My homegirl sent me an Instagram thread the other day where a woman expressed her regret for becoming a teen mother. So she asked me my thoughts. Help me welcome my boo, Shantae, hair extraordinaire of Tay Tamed It. Also, if you're in Georgia or planning to come, her website will be listed. So please be sure to check her out. Hey, boo, how you doing? Hello, doing amazing per usual. Good. Thank you so much for joining me on this topic. Now, you're before welcome. We, Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, before we dive into the thread or talking about the thread, can you just tell my listeners how old you were when you had your daughters? When I had my first baby, who will be 21 years old in April. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you see me, you're like, girl, that's your sister. But I had her at 14, and then I had my baby that will be 20 in August in um, 2001 when I was 15. So back to back. Time flies. You know, the other day I asked Tapsy, I said, are we going on three or four years working at Cardinal? She was like, girl, it's five. Yes, I it is five. Great. It's so funny because why did I just think about that earlier? I was like, oh, crap. I've been lying about how long I've been in Georgia. It's going on six years. I'm telling folks five. Yes, because <laughs> when you said their age, I'm like, I could have swore they was just 15 and 16. Like, what the hell? Yes. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, time go by too quick. Lord, I can't even imagine Kimara being 21. Oh, my goodness, girl. <sighs> listen, it's pros and cons. It's glory in it somewhere. You yeah. just got to change the narrative. Exactly. It's, it's glory exactly. in it somewhere, trust me, because mm-hmm. she has her own car, and that is amazing. <laughs> I know. I just told Kimara, you know, she's scared to drive ever since I got my truck. Because when I had the Nissan, she hit the um, garage. So she's like petrified. Oh. So scared to drive. She like, and, and then she, you done went out and got a larger car? Yeah, oh, no, she's like, I ain't driving that. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, you work. You have to be able to drive. Like, I, I'm one person. Like, I can't take you and Katie everywhere. And then the way that their events are set up, either she got to be picked up at the let's say 6 30 katie mm-hmm. gotta be dropped off at 6 30 so it's like dude you gotta drive because i can't be at both places at one time oh girl i remember the days i don't <laughs> miss them but i remember them <laughs> so what were some of the things that went through your mind when you first found out about your daughter or about you being pregnant with your first daughter i was mortified i was just i'm like i'm a baby right <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm like I had I literally I mean there there's no there's no plan book I mean even if you are married when you do it even mm-hmm. if you are an adult when you do it there's just no guide exactly That's so you <laughs> you have to figure it out on your own like even at the age that I am now like if I had a new baby I wouldn't be ready for that you're never ready it doesn't matter how old you are so I just I mean I mentally had to prep myself i knew that i had offspring coming and i knew i had to do what i had to do girl i I feel the same way because i was so scared i was 19 well i was 18 when i got pregnant but i had her at 19 Mm -hmm. and i was terrified like you said terrified like what am i gonna do what are people gonna think not that it really matters not right don't care but but so many things go through your head exactly exactly and i just knew instantly that as i started getting bigger and i could start feeling her move i'm like she has to be better than me like I, that was my yeah, goal. Like she has sure. to do more. Not that I was just out here bad or didn't go to college, but 
I want her to be more, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You always want your children to be better than you. Exactly. So make better decisions, but you know, it's up to us as parents to teach them. Yeah. And you had just back to back with mine, they're ages apart. So even Jesus. when I had Caden, right. Even when I had Caden, it was like starting over. Yeah, and exactly. So you older, see what I'm saying? Even if yeah. I had a child now, it's like even though I was older, it still was scary because it's like from the time I had Kimara to the time that I had Caden, even the clothing, like how they came, where you button them, the cups you use, like everything changed. It was so it was different. like literally, yeah, it was like literally <laughs> starting all the way over. And I was like, girl, when I when he first came home, I put his clothes on backwards. No, I, I get that because my sister had my uh, niece and girl, mm-hmm. she went into the gas station to get something. She came out, was still changing the baby. She was like, this is cute. She said, you're still changing her. I'm like, listen, my kids is grown. Yes. I said, I don't know how to do this no more. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a total difference, girl. I was like, what am I doing? The clothes is buttoned up all wrong. I'm like, Lord, this is just not it. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a total start over. Like, what was I thinking, <laughs> girl? Even now, I'm like, you are about to be gone. I could have been just living my life. Yeah, but oh, well, I love my son. Hey, Kaden. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in my prime right now, so I come and go. I don't have to, I don't really have to cross-reference my schedule with anyone, and it's glorious, you know? I can just come and go as I please. I cannot wait. So, okay, the post you sent me, I'm going to read it verbatim. So it reads, and I quote, becoming a young mom was honestly the worst decision I ever made. I don't care who doesn't want to acknowledge that and doesn't mean I love my offspring less. I set myself back in so many areas career-wise, but proud of my accomplishments and where I am nonetheless, end quote. When you read that, what do you, what do you think? The first thing that comes to mind is accountability for me. Mm. Because um, you can do anything you put your mind to. You just have to shift your mindset. Exactly. You have to want to shift your mindset. And the second thing that comes to mind is you're beating yourself up. Yeah. Because at the end, it sounds like she's had some good accomplishments to be proud mm-hmm. of. And but it's like, it's almost like it's not enough. And exactly. I get that because you can never, you should never become complacent. You should never become content with where you content, are. So I get exactly. that. But yeah. at the same time, I don't believe in putting blame on exactly anyone else for a decision that you chose especially not the kids because she said um she is the reason why she set herself back so no Mm -hmm. matter how old she is or we are when we have kids the kids Mm -hmm. are going to come first regardless Mm -hmm. so it's up at the end of the day they're gonna come first yeah if you were 35 45 or 50 yeah i don't care what you already have that's planned what you already have that's ongoing they're going to stop you in your tracks wherever you are and delay whatever you have going on in that moment yeah i don't know if you saw the post i made today but it said when pl- when things don't go as planned change the plans so absolutely you them kids. so you, <laughs> you so so you change the narrative so you like okay plan a ain't finna work because i gotta carry this kid for nine months so let's work mm-hmm. on b until i can have this baby exactly and they say, they say <laughs> you, you set yourself up you like i yeah. know people you know i have a cousin that's a very successful hair entrepreneur you know she had her first child at like 17 18 mm-hmm. and um she still became a successful hair vendor you know right. and 
on top of that, she just had two other kids. The business don't stop, but she exactly. has these two kids right in the middle, in the middle of, of becoming yeah. a multimillionaire. Yeah, you so only you around. can stop you. The kids don't stop you. So that's why I say I know so many people that have uh, gone down different avenues of having a kid. You know, have the kid mm-hmm. young, have the kid when you're married, having a kid. I just know so many people that have had kids in different time frames. So, mm-hmm. but are still successful nonetheless. Exactly. You know, because success shouldn't be just defined as an endpoint. And I think that some people don't get that. So yeah. success is now, where you are in that moment in time. Has so, she said anything other than career-wise, like, you know, her um, mentality or something like that? Mm-hmm. I can see her, you know, being young and having to be forced to grow up. So she kind of missed her childhood or whatever the case. But right. as far as career-wise, I, that part, I feel like, like you said, it's, a, it's an excuse. Yeah. So yeah. her next post said, and again, I quote, Matter of fact, I'm not happy with where I am. Tired of acting like I am because everyone else believes that I'm doing well. I have the degree. I have the job and good pay, but dot, 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 end quote. She's fixated on, it sounds like she's miserable, but it's her own doing because how, you got the degree, you got the good job. Mm-hmm. What, what else What's do you want? What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, what are you needing? And I think, I think it's more so, which actually it depends on your perspective. How are you looking at what she's posting? How are you reading it? Because on another note, you can say she just wants more for herself and that's okay. Yeah. But you don't have to beat yourself up, you mm-hmm. know, just do what it takes to obtain that goal. It's nothing to beat yourself up about, but you have to stop saying, because I had this kid. Yeah, because maybe it's just her wording and her delivery that is giving off the bad vibes, because has the right to feel how they feel, but like you said, you can't blame the kid. (laughs) You the one chose to... You're just trying to find somewhere to put that blame. You gotta... Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you gotta do the work. You're not gonna get... Something's not gonna be given to you that you didn't do the work for exactly so if you're not where you want to be you didn't do the work to get there yet you haven't done enough work to get where you want to be yet exactly i look at it this way my kids have pushed me you know to be better not Mm -hmm. only career-wise but as a person in general and maybe they gave me a new life or career that i was you know truly destined for that what i thought i wanted is not what i needed or what's going to happen which happens to us all of the time time. if we pay attention it happens all the time you when I was young, I just knew I was going to be a nurse. Girl. Knew it. Just mm-hmm. knew it. I was just going to ask you, what to did be you want to be before you, you I don't want to clock in. I don't want to be on anyone's clock. I want to make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a time to get anywhere. So I don't want to request PTO. because I don't. Anyway. I want to be able to block my <laughs> schedule off and say, this week I'm not going to be there. Schedule mm-hmm. accordingly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. it's so yeah, funny so, I don't even know what me and my kids were talking about but the other day we were in the car and I looked at Kimara and I said I think y'all saved me and she was like what I said I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't have y'all Ain't no in telling. real life yeah no seriously <laughs> I know no mine telling. saved me because <laughs> you have I mean before I actually found my purpose they were my purpose exactly so you ha- they were my purpose in that moment so everything you do from this point forward you have two daughters looking at you Mm-hmm. so everything that I was doing from you know the time they were born to now it's they were my purpose yeah. so now that they're 
older and I don't really have to, not necessarily that I don't have to focus on them because they're my kids. You're always a different kind of focus at their age. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's, it's, it's not as deep as it was when they were younger. So now I get to really focus on my real purpose, which is what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I love everything about it. And it couldn't have come at a better time. You know, I don't punish myself or say, well, I would have started doing hair, you know, a long time ago if it wasn't for the kids. No, I'm doing right. hair right when I needed to be doing. What you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. 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 I think as mothers, we do lose ourselves within our kids. And I think that's her issue. When I yeah. say her, I mean the lady that posted that. I've she definitely lost myself. Her, you know, I yeah. can say that I am that individual that lost myself in my kids. Not, you know, <laughs> we get so lost as parents. We need our time too. Like, it matters. Yeah, and if when I was in when I was younger, I wanted to be a journalist. Like, I loved to write. Got to college, and it changed. I was went into the medical field, and if you look at it, you know, now this is a podcast, but it started off as a blog. So, in some form, I still did what I, you know, set out to do as mm-hmm. a kid. It had nothing to do with the kids, but it was in its own time and in its own way. So I feel like it's a full circle if you just patient mm-hmm. and steady keep going and, you know, setting little goals for yourself, no matter how long it takes, it's going to come. Yeah, because when I was little, I just knew I was going to do hair and be a nurse. And they were <laughs> like, hmm, that's kind of... um that's quite the duo. I've never heard anyone with those two together. I'm like, well, I love doing both, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do hair on the weekends, or I'm going to do hair when I get home from work. And people thought I was crazy, yeah. but it's, it's the crazy thing is I've always loved doing hair. I've always yeah. loved it, and for whatever reason, whatever stopped me, whatever put me off from being focused on that. I don't know what it is, but literally I went to hair school on impulse. I yeah, I remember. I, I saw something and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna apply to hair school. I'm just gonna go. I've been wanting to go. I'm just gonna go. And I literally applied literally everything that was meant to this is how I knew it was for me. And and it just it's contingent on your level of faith and how your faith works. And the way my faith mm-hmm. works and the way my faith is set up, listen, if it's if everything in this power is trying to stop me from doing it, that's where I need to be at. Exactly. My mom always told me faith and word cannot share the same space. Can't. At all. And with, I, I when I say going that. through school, that was the most, going through hair school, that was the most stressful stage of my life. I was going through a divorce, transitioning from, well, separation at first in there, but I knew ultimately it was going to end in a divorce. Um I had so many things working against me um, that were telling me that I couldn't get any more grants for school. Um, I wasn't going to be able to go. It was everything was fighting against me. It was I wrecked my car in the middle of had no transportation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was it was a really it was dark. Yeah, I, <laughs> it was a really dark time. Days. And a lot of people <laughs> didn't even know that I was going through these things or whatever, because, of course, I'm a very private person. But I mean, it's not for the world to know you go through your things, you know. Yeah, you gotta have the words. Yeah, they're, they're your kids. things. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, I prevailed. So I'm a very resilient person. But you did. And I'm so proud of you, girl. Thanks, girl. But literally everything that was in everything that was supposed to stop me from doing it, it, it happened. It kind of put a fire on the ass too. Like I, I was just this. I mean, listen. Yeah. No, the crazy <laughs> thing is, why did I say those exact words? I said I called somebody and I was venting and I was venting to my friend at the time and I was like, you know what? I'm not even tripping. I said, cause the Lord gonna make a way. I said, what they don't even understand is they just put a fire up under me. I'm gonna get the money regardless. I'm gonna get it how mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it. 
Yeah. Girl, went up in there like two days later and the school gave me a grant. Yeah. And that's the thing. Whenever we like worry and worry, mm-hmm. that's when we stop the blessings because. Seriously. Yeah. It, it stops the blessings. And I had an issue the other day where I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, nope, don't even question it. And literally the next day, something happened and it was like girl look you was about to worry for no reason for no reason oh, and you God. know what it ain't never when you want it is when ever, you need it and that's ever. but you know what lately crystal to be honest with you i i literally if you would have asked me two years ago if not worrying could ever exist i would look at you like you were crazy mm-hmm. but now when i say i literally don't worry about anything i'm like if it's meant for me it ain't gonna miss me exactly if it's me it will not miss me and like i literally worry about nothing so i'm like if something did not happen to me he had something better or that ain't Mm -hmm. the one that wasn't the one i was i'll give you a prime example i was a little upset because i applied at this blow bar because you know i'm trying to go full-time here Right. I applied at this blow bar. Girl, I cannot get them to answer the phone, text me back, respond to a resume. I'm like, now I don't work at a blow bar. It's a blow bar. <laughs> Surely I'm qualified. Right. You know, I'm like, what is going on? Like nobody that I applied to, nothing was fitting. And that's because I was destined for more. Yeah, it wasn't meant for you. The Lord showed me I was destined for more. So now I'm in the salon at the time that I want to be at the salon, paying booth rental at the price I want to pay for booth rental. Exactly. I'm on my own schedule. I'm on, you know, I I love it. I love everything about my schedule. And I'm just like, that wasn't for you, honey, because you was about to settle. Yep. If we got to hunt it down like that, it's not meant to be. Like, I'm talking about hunting, honey. (laughs) Calling and blowing them up. They're like, girl, what? It was hunting season. I was like, (laughs) so y'all don't need help up in there. (laughs) Lord. I mean, look at Oprah. When she got her success, no kids. And it's man, listen, and she ain't even got no kids. Exactly. And didn't get it into the 30s. So, you know, it's funny because I you I seen this post and I use it all the time. I use Oprah all the time as a reference in um Samuel, Samuel Jackson, all of them. They all started late, but people because they've been in the game so long, people don't realize exactly realize, how old exactly. they were when they started. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. so um, I always they, reference And when they do start, that. it's always so much, it's small things, and it looks like it's yes. an overnight success. And yes. I think with this day and age, people look at social media and think like, oh, they've got overnight success. No, they they've been doing this the for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's like this girl back home in Kansas City. Her name is, uh, they call her Pinky, and she has her, like, a cosmetic line that's called Pink Lips. And she just got her um, product in over 40 Target stores, right? And if you didn't follow her, like, you'd be like, oh, she got that overnight. Da-da. And she'd been literally working on this, like, how long I've been in, in Atlanta? 16 years? At least, she'd been doing at least 12, 13 years. At wow. least. Wow. And, and see, people she, want that instant success, and yeah. it's, not, it's not possible. That's not a thing. Nope. nope it's not nope. a thing. And, um... It's funny that you say that I have another example. There's this girl that I follow on Instagram. You may have seen her products. Mm-hmm. When I started following this girl, she barely had any followers. She mm-hmm. barely, she was, I know she was working on hair products. She also does hair. Okay. This girl's edge control is in every Walmart now. It's in mm-hmm. all of the hair stores. I see it. I remember, I remember when she was at the bottom grinding. Yeah. You got to stay there. And I love to see it. 
And yeah. the same thing happened with my cousin and her hair business. They thinking that it's overnight. I literally watched her sell hair off of the floor. Now she mm -hmm. has three different boutiques. See, I'm like, this is not no, this is not overnight. Like you going the, I used to always wonder like, what is the key to success? Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. I learned that it was consistency. If you see it and you really believe in it, you just can't stop working for it. If you know that this is your niche, I'm good at this. You just can't stop. The right people gonna see you. The right, and that's you how I just like gotta keep going. Like I've started businesses and I did the modeling thing back in the day. They, you know, and it had its good run, but I, I don't feel like I stayed down with all of that because it wasn't. I feel like it was meant for that time, but it wasn't meant to be my journey. Right, and everything that I do. Always is in the service of people helping whatever, but with mm -hmm. this blog and the podcast, when I started doing it, it was like it was cleansing for me, and it like this is what I need to do. But it's at the same time, it's hard like on on Instagram, like trying to find, you know, get the followers and be consistent followers. Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, you know what, Crystal? No, the people that are reaching out to you saying thank you for doing this or that post mm -hmm. resonated with me is like. That's who I got to hit. I don't care if I don't even get over 2,000 followers on here. Seriously. Who, who I'm supposed to, to to hit and touch is who is meant, you know, this is meant for them. So I, I just started, I do want the followers. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm, you know, I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like pressed about it. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. When they yeah. gonna come. I and get I'm it because it's the same thing with my hair page. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just like, listen, if I got 700 followers, but I'm booked and busy, I, I, I could care exactly. less about that. I'm booked though. Exactly. My bank That's account say something else. My business account is flourishing. Exactly. Abundantly. And I see, so I've seen a lot of pages. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I see a lot of pages that have like 10K followers. But if you look at their page, there's no comments. The work is not the work. Bit, to, not to shade anybody, but the work don't really be there sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's not that doesn't show how talented you are because you have this amount of followers or mm -hmm. You know, you never know these days to be uh, just to be all the way 100. You never know who's buying followers. No, yeah, of course. That's, you, that's what I'm saying. They have all the followers, but the engagement is not there. So, it's yeah, like, okay, you, you know, and it, and, it, and it does send up a red flag. It's like, hmm, they have 10K followers and 50 likes. Mm -hmm. Some may write. <laughs> but, yeah, so as far as that goes, like, it's the hard work. It ain't the kids. Even if it take you 20 years to get it. Definitely. It's going to be that one move that's going to yeah. get you where you need to be. Yep. You can't never let up. So but you, you just have to, time. you have to be patient and you have to, what they say, trust the process. Trust that's the, the thing. Process. You got to trust the process seriously. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand everyone's, you know, situation is different, but there were a lot. I went through the comments and there were so many women like agreeing with her. And a few of them stuck out to me and some of them were just saying that they didn't have the support system. And I can like literally totally understand that, you know, and feeling some way about having kids at a young age and maybe understanding the stress on a team. But at some point, now that you're grown, you got to like move past that. You should have been able to figure out yeah. and have your group as a, as a mother by now, you know what I'm saying? Like got you know, into the group. Definitely. Yeah. You won't have that support, but as situations change, you got to move and change with it. That's very true. I've had to make a lot of adjustments being a parent, mm -hmm. even, you know, to the point like my kids were in the, were they in the ninth and 10th grade when we moved here? Mm -hmm. You know, so they had to adjust. I had to adjust. Um, attitudes changed. We had to almost re-meet each other. It was, 
Yeah, I feel like rough. that with every stage of the kids anyway, because like from baby to like two or three, you know, you gotta move accordingly to certain mm-hmm. things in the yard and then the next stage. So I think you're always readjusting anyway with your kids. So it should just be it should be easy, you know, if it's if it comes naturally to you, but it's right. easy to adjust. Yeah. It's definitely but, it's it's something. I um actually moving to Georgia was a huge faith walk for me. Uh you would have asked me years before that I was like, I'm never moving. Like why would I move to state? But it's literally yeah, the best decision for your life. Yeah. I could ever have made. But I was comfortable. Yeah. I was comfortable. I was comfortable where I was. I made good money. I was good. But my life was destined for so much more. More, yeah. Now, I just want to be clear. I ain't down to none of these women or, you know, I, they. I feel them for speaking their truth. And that's how they feel. I just, I just don't feel that way. Yeah. And parenting is very hard. Had. Oh yeah, not probably. It is the hardest yeah. job. Oh definitely. And at thirty six, if I was to have a kid now, <laughs> I probably would break down. So I don't know. Oh yeah, I would probably. Age. I don't I know. I would need like an. I used to speak. You know, I used to be like, "How can you have someone coming in and cleaning and <laughs> helping you be a nanny to your kids?" Exactly. But and listen. If I could, I will be 35 in two weeks. When I tell you, give me all the nannies, <laughs> give, me, give me all the cleaning ladies. I'll come take, feed, I'll take a cleaning lady for 500. Alex, come too. feed this kid, <laughs> no, come watch it, come do everything for it. Because when I tell you, I don't have time to raise no back. Listen, at all. right like, now, oh yeah, my god, you go to daddy. No, but I do, I actually appreciate that I have my kids. At a young age, and my grandma told me that it was a good age to have a kid because you know, because back in them, the day, that's when they was popping them out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can you have a chance to grow with them by the time they're older and gone. You're not old because you. What you say? You about to be 35? Your kids is done. I'm gonna be 44, but I'm still finna be living. Listen, 44 with no kids. I'm out here. You hear me? Working <laughs> the streets. <laughs> Krista, you in these streets (laughs) yes the streets because i they calling me i kind of miss them a little bit i ain't gonna lie because see my girls are at the age where honestly if they wanted to get a conjoined apartment together right now they could and i love that too that they're so Mm -hmm. close in age like if i wanted to get them an apartment together they both work they would do just fine yeah, but I could teach them things that I didn't know when I was out on my own. I moved out at twenty and never looked back, you know. So yeah. a lot I of people... feel like because you we've talked a lot about how we are our kids as far as like saving and credit. So mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to push my kids out as far as like when you know when they get done with school, whatever they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to push them in the streets, but I want them to be equipped before they go. Absolutely. Like so like. Now, I've been me, doing that. me and my kids, we're at a point right now where they don't have to go. Like, even yeah. if we bought a huge house and lived together forever, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I want you financially stable. Exactly. I want you to be okay to go out into the world. I'm not going to push you out there prematurely because when I moved out at 20, I wasn't ready to move out. Yeah, exactly. I was not <laughs> we had ready. You know, at 18, I was way. not ready. So the idea of pushing your child at an 18, I'm sorry. For me, it don't sit well because what do we know at 18? Right, but for me, I don't. my mother wasn't equipped with, wasn't equipped to teach me how to balance a checkbook. Well, I know yeah. maybe not balance a checkbook, but just, you know, credit and save. And save it. So 
I don't. But those are the things that. that you you look back on and you you don't get upset because it's like my mom told me what she knew in that moment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't fault her at all, but yeah. it would have been amazing to have known about it before Absolutely. being thrown in the world and like having to mess up my credit just to know that it's important to have it and how to fix it. And that's why I have Kimara on my credit now, on my credit cards, to help her build it. Um, you know, she has her own car, but she I make her pay her phone bill and stuff like that. So she knows how to pay bills on time, when things are going to be paid, you know. And yeah. pretty soon with Caden turning 10, he's going to start doing the same thing. So I just, that's, and that goes back to me saying I just want them to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see, the girls, you know, the oldest one, she was on my credit card at first. But then now she has her own credit card. She manages them well. And the baby, she has her own credit card. She manages it well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, when it comes to savings and stuff, they're all, they all in on it. They get it. They get it 100%. Girl, Kimara's uh, savings and stuff is connected to one of my accounts. And I'd be like, girl, how, where did you get this money from? Can I borrow 10? <laughs> Seriously. No. It's, listen, it's the baby for me. Now, the she oldest say one, way more. The oldest one, she does not know how to not give in to instant gratification. She mm-hmm. is a sucker. If she wanted, if she want lobster tonight, guess what? She going to have lobster tonight. But the Look, baby, my bills are paid. She going to put a pot pie in the oven and she going to go to bed. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's Kimara. She is save, save, save. I'd be yes. like, Kimara. She so, was out of a yeah. out of a job for like seven months and still was spending money. I'm like, where'd you get this money? And she just looked at me like, mm-hmm. Just saved it up. <laughs> That's yeah. the baby. She could like, she could quit or whatever. She's still gonna have money and she has multiple hustles. And I love that about her. She they both got hustle in them, but that baby, she got a different level of hustle in her. Girl, Kaden will spend his money before he even get it. <laughs> He's like, don't I get paid on Friday for my allowance? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to give me this V-Bucks. I'm like, Kaden. And then three days into his money being gone, can I get this? No, you spent your money in two minutes. No, you cannot. Like, what? Sir. Not in a few minutes. Yeah. So I be trying to teach them, but the oldest one, she is trying to do better. I just be teaching her. I'm like, look, I'm not going to always be there. I'm like, you're going to have to marry rich because, listen, your taste, <laughs> child, that's one bougie kid and her taste. Like she, I has, wonder where she got that from. Her, I don't know. Oh, I think no, nah, it ain't her dad because he hood. <laughs> but child, <laughs> girl, you a little bougetto. You is a little bougetto. No, she has a a, a new Honda Accord. What year is that Accord, girl? It's got all the bells and whistles. It got a sunroof. You know, okay. our first car wasn't like that. Not at all. Not at all. But you know, I'm not. I don't. I, that's good. That's amazing. I'm happy. For yeah, her. as long as she can keep up with it. Yeah, and she okay. got it in her name. She's not late on her payments. She has car insurance, and you know, she's very responsible about it. So I love that for her. That's good. I really, really love that for her, and that's the kind of car she wanted. She wanted it to be a Honda Accord, and. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about they got side cameras, the oh. whole, everything. So, and she don't have no kids. I want her to live a vacation. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? I want her to live yeah. whatever you can afford. But what you can afford, though. Don't live outside of your means. Yeah, yeah, don't live outside of your means now. It's a difference mm-hmm. between, you know, liking nice things and then trying to conform. And I don't sure, want her you know, to be at that point where she tries to conform to the ATL life. You know how they are here. You've been that's, here for 10 it. years. So, you know that's how all they do. up and through here. Yeah. So, you know, at the but end of the day, I'm episode. happy that I'm still me. I like nice stuff, but when it comes to name brand, honey, if I'm wearing it, somebody bought it for me because my money <laughs> is not going on it. 
Uh, Baby, if you that. see me in some Gucci and some Prada, I promise it was a gift. <laughs> You're so well, before we go and get way off topic, I'll have a game before we hang up. Okay. Or have I ever? Jesus. <laughs> it ain't going to be bad. It's going to be uh, appropriate, you know. Okay. Family. Okay. So since we can't see fingers or nothing, just say never or I have. Okay. All right. Never have I ever found myself using a phrase um, that you hated your parents using on your kids. I haven't. I don't think I have. Because I hated it so that you much. you ain't never said, back in my day. <laughs> um, have I ever said back? No, because they're always the ones telling me, mama, back in your day, did you? I'm like, uh-huh. listen, I ain't that old. Don't ask me back in my day again. Now, I might have said something like, I'm, you know what I, I have? I'm going to knock you in the middle next week or something stupid. <laughs> you know what? I don't think it was just, yeah, I probably have. You, you're right. They're not going to realize how old you, like how close you are to them until they have kids. Because yeah, they're going to realize, dang, my mama really wasn't that old. Yeah, when <laughs> I was taking, when Kimar was taking her senior pictures, my mama was like, don't this make you feel old? I said, not nah, actually. It makes me think. You was my age when I was taking them, and I didn't right. realize you was that old. <laughs> right. Start laughing, but for real. Okay, so the next one is watch kids shows when my kids wasn't home. Definitely have. No, I do it all the time. They, yeah, they could be here, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, never have I ever drunk dialed my baby daddy. Never. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> capital E capital O capital P. She said, hell to the mouth. Uh-uh. When it's done, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, never have I ever bribed my kids to do something for me. Definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> um, never have I ever dined and dashed. No, never. Ooh, I have. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I was always so scared. I don't know. I've never stole anything in my life. So like Ooh, I've guilty. always been scared to like do something and not pay for it. Oh yeah, no, I've definitely done it. <laughs> <laughs> never have I ever been the alibi for a lying friend. Ooh, all the have. time. <laughs> Child, I s- I'll call a sister real quick, like, man, I need you now. Quick. I will lie out for my friends. I promise I'll probably lie to the death of me. <laughs> Well, if she over there, then who is this on my couch? Right. Exactly. That's me. I'm her. I'm I'm a ride. Do that. I'm and do don't that. try to catch me up because I'm going to be quick with it. So quick. <laughs> she don't well, even like, tell me. Look, I'm going to go look on the couch. What time did she leave? Because I promise she was just <laughs> I tucked her in and everything. I'm going to keep on with it. I promise. <laughs> um, never have I ever forgot to pick up my kids on time. Mm, I don't think I've done that one. Forgot? Mm, no, they was. I might have been late. My life. Now I've been late, but it was on purpose. <laughs> right. I ain't forget. I just knew. Right. I, was I ain't forget about them. Like, yeah, definitely was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now this is the last one, and I don't know if y'all heard my episode about closet sex, but you definitely can go back and listen to the story. All right. Never have I ever had my kids catch me having sex. Never. That I know of. Child, if they done heard it and ain't say nothing, that's a different story. But they've never caught me in the act. Oh, Lord. Because okay. I don't even like why they why they there. I don't even like to. Yeah. Because I don't want to get caught. Right. 
Well, ma'am, I appreciate you. And the lesson for this episode is stop blaming your kids and don't do the hard work, please. Amen. Yes. Thank you so much, boo-boo. I can't wait to see you on the 